Hello and welcome to Fabulous Huckery. I'm your host, Baroness Bree, where it is our goal to always emerge fabulously in spite of fuckery. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fabulous Fuckery. I'm your host, Baroness Bree. I'm so happy to see everyone. Today we have our guest, Mr. Tim Craggett, host of the Swift Kick Show. Why can't I get that right? I don't know. I'm sorry. So, yeah, <laughs> host of the Swift Kick Show. He's awesome. He's on WERA. Yep. And he's also the host of the I Love Nerd Life that we call Ill Nil. Yep. Um, Tim is a serial entrepreneur, does a little bit of everything, speaks... Mm. <laughs> Yeah, a little, <laughs> little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Little bit. Um, my, primarily, he helps businesses to get started, to get their growth patterns and drive sales. I'm mm-hmm. excited to know you. I'm hoping you're going to help grow my business, grow my sales. Um, maybe. Yeah, we'll maybe. see. We'll talk we'll about see. it. Yeah. We'll talk about it, but welcome. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Yay. Um, also, want to congratulate you because you have an upcoming graduation coming up. Yeah. So yeah. what's your degree for? Uh, for audio production, audio engineering, uh, Full Sail University. Uh, you guys are awesome. I mean, anyone that's thinking about Full Sail, highly recommend Full Sail. Okay. Um, but yeah, girl, going down March eight um, down in uh, Winter Park, Florida. Yay! And uh, yeah, thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. I'm excited for. I, I'm all about people's growth, and that's what this show is about. Mm-hmm. Celebrating every little win. Thank you. So now tell me, with all of these business opportunities going on, yeah. how many businesses do you think you have going right now for you? Okay, so the funny thing about that question is there's there's basically like two ways to answer it. Mm-hmm. The first one is, okay, what's the core business? Mm-hmm. And the other one is, well, what are all the businesses in the business? Okay. So that's why I'm going to try to answer it. Okay, so you're like an umbrella. That, that, that's a good way of saying it. Okay. Yeah. So primarily, uh, my business, uh, where I'm like 50% with my wife, is uh, SWAT coaching. And what we do is we actually coach people in uh, health and wealth. Okay. Those are our two big niches. Um, she's the, the health side with the wellness and, and, and balance coaching and all that, which she's like really awesome at. And for me, I'm the business side of it. So online entrepreneurship. Uh, content creation, uh, uh, distribution, publication, things like that. Um, so those are like the big things that we do. Right now, uh, the main focus, at least on my side, is media because over the past two and a half, three years, uh, that's where a lot of my uh, a lot of my attention has been. I've been seeing a lot of people less in my network uh, get into the PR space, mm-hmm. which is actually where I'm going mm-hmm. to, uh, and. Um, there's this okay I'm putting this out there for the people that's that's, that's watching and listening uh, branding I'm sorry I'm just I'm, I'm already getting on the tangent just do it just do it alright cool so branding is not a strategy branding is a focus correct so for those people that are stuck on branding make sales sales is your branding and not branding is your sales correct I'm just saying that you all can right. be a brand all you want if you're not making any money it Boom. does nothing that's what I'm talking it does about does nothing that's so. what I'm talking about yeah so, this, so that's where I am um, and the other thing is just helping people to to increase their voice mm-hmm. um, that's another big thing uh, like the podcast world is blowing up yep a lot of people are really getting into it and we're helping people to learn the mechanics of that mm-hmm. Um, and getting into small broadcast, which is also a big thing, too. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. So for small broadcasting, there's so many different platforms. Absolutely. Um, it's actually 
overwhelming for myself because I'm trying to figure out. It's like, <laughs> do you want to be on all these? Do you want to be on Twitch? Do you want to be on YouTube? Yeah. Do you want to be on? And then every week is some new fly by night corporation popping up that yeah. wants forty nine ninety nine to stream. Yeah. And I'm like, what are we doing here? And it's like, how do I know that this is legit business and this isn't like an adult porn <laughs> rebranding my face? I mean, you know, like, yeah, I'm not into that. <laughs> We're not doing that kind of fuckery. I got kids. But, um, you know, it's really interesting. Yeah. How do you know what's the best platform to monetize your, your videos? So, for videos, all right. So, one of my really, really close friends, part of my mastermind, and also was a guest on the Swick show, Tommy Powers, a.k.a. Tommy Traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy is legit when it comes to video and YouTube, and and also I'm blanking on my other dude's name. Um, I see him clear as day. Long story short, the whole thing with doing videos is it's mostly about uh, consistency and time watch. Mm-hmm. Um, the funny thing is, and this isn't really like my biggest form of expertise, but I know a little bit of something about it. Uh, right now. With YouTube and Google really being big on on time on mm-hmm. time on video, um, everything right now is about having the the most awesome content that people will stay there and watch for at least three minutes. Correct. And then after a certain amount of hours, which I think is like a thousand hours, uh, then they'll get you into their ad networks. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Facebook, uh, their whole surge and in growth into uh, doing videos and Facebook Live. Uh, they saw where the money was being dropped off. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm actually more familiar with Facebook than anything. Um, with Facebook, their whole thing is the 30-second and the minute watch. So they care if you can keep attention for at least 30 seconds because mm-hmm. then at that they can do a break and throw their ad in the middle. So if someone was trying to maximize video for a way of exposure or a channel, uh, if it's YouTube, it's all about having that interesting, uh, that interesting minute and a half, three minutes. And for Facebook, it's about that interesting thirty seconds to a minute. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't do any stunts. They're really cracking down on stunts now <laughs> because they're getting out of control. Oh my goodness! They're getting out of control. I yeah. no people. It's a, so my theory in life is that we have a grandma shortage. We are <laughs> we are missing the elders <laughs> that give the el- the wisdom about common sense, safety. Yeah. And kids are doing very dangerous stunts that I don't even want to talk about because I've seen yeah. some horrible things. Yeah, yeah. And you go to click on it like, oh, this looks cute, and it's like, is he about to shoot somebody? So yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not okay. Yeah. But um. Now, with everything that you do, because you're all over the place, how do you manage self-care? How do you take care of yourself? Good question. My wife. Okay. Uh, I am, I'm not the true definition of a workaholic. Okay. But I am the true definition of a focused entrepreneur. If I get in the zone of something, I will forget everything else in the world. Yep. Um, She does a really good job of making sure that I manage my time okay, and that kind of helps me with care for myself like the things that used to be outlets for me or have now become work for me because mm. I've blended a lot of my life together and the things that I do which I think we're going to talk about um, but for for being able to step away and actually breathe and get air and, and drink water and you know all the, the things that are basic um it had to become an exercise. Okay. And she helped me to kind of figure out, okay, well, you know, 
if you're doing X amount of things for X amount of time, this is when you need to take breaks mm-hmm. and blah, 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 and that kind of schedule it in so that way I can be like, okay, now it's time I just need to get that eight ounces of water in, you know, something like that. Um, but it, it's, it's for me, it's, I have a very unusual situation where I have control over my time. Mm-hmm. So I have to be mindful of my health mm-hmm. because I have that, that lead way and, and I don't have such structure to where I have to worry about those things. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. So for you guys, because, I mean, you're an awesome pairing. Um, Thank you. You know. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, she's awesome to see both of you together. I actually met him and his wife. We were doing a media training course. Yes, yes. Um, in the last year. Yeah. Um, we learned a lot about yes. what to do and what not to do in yes. media, and mm-hmm. it was very useful. Mm-hmm. And so um, shout out to Jackie Cote. Shout out. Um, but we um, learned so much in those courses about how our public personas are affected and all of those types of things. Oh, yeah. And um, my question for you is, with do you keep the same persona across all of your platforms? Because what I'm seeing is, is people with mm. different projects are putting on different faces, and it's confusing their brands. I like that question. Um, I am 150% authentic. Okay. Um, and that is by choice, because I had no choice. Mm-hmm. I think I could share the story super quickly, and, and then we can move on. Mm-hmm. So, like, back in, tw- in 20, 2016, 2016 uh, my identity was stolen by accident. So my father and I share the same first name and last name. Mm. Um, And you know about the Internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, When anything ranks, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to rank 150% correct. Mm -hmm. So I rank for my name, Timothy Craigette. Mm -hmm. But a story broke out that went national. And he dominated the news cycle, which then dominated the Google search rankings and uh, from that point on, I've I've had to be truly myself okay. because I'm like for years now I've been pushing that stuff down. Okay, trying to push that stuff down. So when when I'm on SKS, I'm me at maybe ninety percent. Okay. When I'm on some of my other projects, I'm me at a hundred and ten percent. I have to turn up a little bit. But still within that 20% range, I'm still me. Okay. Yeah. No, I ask because, you know, you see people and you don't know what you're getting. Sometimes, you know, a 90% because it's a professional setting, got it. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you get 150% Brie, you know, at a a con, you know, running around with swords. Yes. So, you know, it it really helps people to understand the brand and what the tone is. Absolutely. Because the tone is what sets how much energy we give for each event. So Mm -hmm. thank you for that because... I see a lot of that across platforms where people are kind of, you know, it's like, oh, this kind of seems like the semblance of the person I mm-hmm. may know, but I don't know who the hell that is. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what the hell is going on here? So Yeah, it's, it's funny, too, with that, because I'm glad you mentioned it. Like, one of the things that I noticed, too, is depending on what channel they, they're in, mm-hmm. some people that they're in, is how they actually will carry themselves in that because there's an expectancy of how that behavior is. Mm-hmm. Like a person on IG isn't going to necessarily be exactly the same on on Facebook, mm-hmm. and not necessarily the same on like their stage personas or anything like that because they're, that they have to cater to someone or something. But um, the ones that do really good of being themselves. Um, yeah, they, they get to they get to really resonate better 
in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. So I want to just kind of transition to some Go fun. It. Go for it. Let's do it. So um, you run a project that I'm in love with, which is called I Love Nerd Life. Thank you. Um, I am a huge blurred. Um, blurred um, <laughs> is black nerd, for yes. those of you who are not familiar. Yes. Um, blurred Con, Comic Con. Yes. Dragon Con, Awesome Con, Katsu Con, Otaku Con, um, was it um, Wacoma Con? It's like it's, it's all kinds of comic cons going on right now. Yes. And um, if you guys follow me on social media, I like to dress up. Mm-hmm. Um, I love doing cosplay. It is one of the most amazing forms of therapy I've ever found. Your domino was really cool. Thank you. I love seeing you with the swords. and uh, That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That was fun. My son actually said, you need a weapon. I was like, I Yay. agree. Yeah. So he's like, okay. <laughs> I was like, guns, no, swords. All right. So that was a fun day. But yeah. for you, you are a comic guy. I am mostly, yeah. So what comics kind of resonated for you to get you into this lifestyle? Actual books? Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, back in the 90s, um, I lived in Florida for a spell, and I didn't have much access to books. Mm-hmm. Um, but I grew up as a Saturday morning kid's baby mm-hmm. in the 80s, so I, I started off with Turtles. Yay! Turtles was my big thing. As a okay. matter of fact, of my friends, the, the us four, uh, I'm the Donatello out of the group. Okay. Okay. Um, but that moved me into X-Men. And that was where I had like my first really like real touch of, of comic books. Um, so the Jim Lee stuff was the things that really uh, got me into the culture. Um, and then it was um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Once Spider-Man really resonated with me, that was it for everything else. Because then now that opened me up because the the character of Peter Parker was so relatable. Mm-hmm that it didn't feel fictitious, even though it was completely over-exaggerated. It was just those core factors of the the two-one factor. Mm-hmm. The either two good, one bad, or one or one good, two bad. Yep. And Peter Parker was like perfect, like downtrodden, can't pay his rent, yep. but he has superhero powers and now he doesn't know what to do with it. Um, that was that was where I kind of like fell into everything. He's not one of my favorite superheroes because all of us like have secret powers yeah. that we can't show at work every day. Yeah, you know. So I like the fact, like Superman, nah, you know, he was an alien. Yeah. But you know, Peter, Peter got bit by a spider. I get bit by spiders all the time. I'm allergic to spiders. <laughs> you know, like it, you know, where's my webbing right. from when I went to the last two hospital visits for spider bites? But they treated I, you for it. I know. I should have died and like came back <laughs> as like super spider girl. But um, <laughs> but it is just interesting to me that. Because, I don't know, Spider-Man is like one of those things. Because my kids don't know what Saturday morning cartoons are because they're always on. And then, you know, you can go on Netflix and go on demand and you can find whatever you want all the time. And Mm -hmm. it's not fair. I feel like they need to learn to wait to Saturday, to sit down with your box of cereal that you shouldn't be eating. Waiting for Saturday was the best part of the week. You got to push your parents out the way. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to be cleaning. So you had to hurry up and either clean before or after. And, you know, X-Men, Kung Fu Theater. Yes. You know, that was what Saturday was in our family. So so you're a Marvel guy. Uh, Is that what I'm hearing? No, actually, I am an independent guy. Oh, you're going to be that kind of person. Fair enough. So, so <laughs> since we since we traveled down that road, let's mm-hmm. let's keep walking. Let's go. All right. So, my background 
is the arts. Okay. Uh, shout out to Duke Ellington School of the Arts. Nice. Uh, class of 97, visual arts. Okay. Um, so the whole thing in VA was that we always had to create. And when I got older and got into books and all that, um, sure, there was the mainstream books, the DC, uh, Marvel, like dominated everything. But the creativity came out of independent, hmm. in my opinion. And that was where you kind of saw the the lead in uh, for DC and Marvel to really start to explore their characters because they started to see what the indies were doing. That is true. Uh, it's just like in business, like all the small businesses are the ones that are the innovators, mm. and then the big businesses take notice, and then they start to shift their uh, their tactics. Same mm. DC Marvel did the same thing. Um, I love indie stories more because there's less rules. Marvel had the the comic code, mm-hmm. and DC abandoned the comic code, mm-hmm. but none, neither side really started to do stuff until Image started to force their hand. When Image started to force their hand, then you started to see uh, the Boom Studios come up. You started to see the uh, the the um, ooh, I feel bad because I, the, I see them clear as day, and I, like it's not Clearwater. Um, uh, I can't remember the name. Either way, I lend more into those stories because there there's a beginning, middle, and end. Okay. I'm not so big on long, drawn-out stories because it feels like, like I'm part of the bench culture. Okay. And the new bench culture is trades. And I can I can sit on trades all day. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I love indies a, a bit more. Right. Yeah. Well, see, for you, you are an indie person. Yeah. I love anime. Yeah. And so you that, know that was super obvious. <laughs> yeah, I, I was schooled. Yeah, we um, attended um, Katsukan yes. that was at the Gaylord National Harbor. Ran mm-hmm. into him and his Parker partner Chico. Hey, Chico. Yeah, Chico. Um, it was interesting because you're you're a comic book guy. And you're yeah. like, what the hell is that wander <laughs> past me? And you know, it was it was definitely some interesting <laughs> costumes. Yeah. But um, I was a cowboy bebop, yep. Sailor Moon, yep. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Um, kind of girl and so now my kids they grew up around that so now you know I'm learning about My Hero Academia I'm mm-hmm. learning about all of these weird and these cartoons are like gone down the dark weird side so yeah, you know stuff. Um, we're sitting there like what is happening <laughs> on this get, get that off I'm paying nine yeah. nine for that so it's um, it, it's interesting learning the different cultures and how and some of these yeah. but some of these cartoons are so deep like Steven Universe I love Steven. So, you know, you're watching it. Yeah. It's like I'm watching this goofy cartoon about this kid that turns into a lion, whatever, and yeah. all of that stuff. And the next thing like, it's like, oh, he's teaching them compassion. Oh, he's teaching them empathy. Yeah. And it's like, okay, he could be watching a worse cartoon than this. But yeah. then I was a huge Teen Titans, the original dark, gloomy yeah, yeah. Teen mm-hmm. Titans fan. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Teen Titans go with my youngest son, who loves Beast Boy, which I think is adorable. Yeah. That is not what Teen Titans is. I don't know who these people are with this little goofy <laughs> dances and the, you know, the... <sighs> The slug, I, you know, I I love the booty scooty. I mean, I like, you know, I like I like Beast Boy songs. Now, yeah. Beast Boy could have an album. They could package all of those songs. Yeah, because you're like, I be them. catching feelings, and yeah. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, that's all. My sons like, my please cut that off, cut that off. Aww. So you know, but it, you know. It's just good to see all the people and all the age groups. It was yeah. just so such a diverse gathering of people, Absolutely. and I wish um, 
maybe for BlurredCon. We'll have to do a collaboration. Um, what did we talk? What did you call it? You called it Fabulous Nerd Life. Fabulous Nerd Life. I love yeah. it. And so yeah. we may have to um, do a collaboration. I would love to do that. I think we should do that. Um, I, I think BlurredCon should comp us a table hey, and um, give <coughs> us the energy, electricity oh, I'm going to, to actually like set up because I have the gear. Um, I could do it because I've done it. I'm going to um, take yeah. um, Haas yeah. and, and yeah. George. And uh, yeah, so I, I think they should be listening. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless self-promotion. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm thinking about maybe doing a panel. We can figure something out while we're there. So um, we will... We will make some things happen. Cool. 2019 is the year to blurred. Um, I want to just empower people to be themselves. I didn't know that this was a form of self-care for me Mm. until I went to first BlurredCon. And I'm like, I am with my people. (laughs) And, you know, it's like, it's a Sailor Moon. And then you're online, like, for a whole six months looking for costumes. It's like, I'm going to be Sailor Moon. (laughs) And, you know, (laughs) my kids were like, is she having a midlife crisis? Is she old enough for that yet? And it's like, I'm going to be, you know, Beatrix from Kill Bill and See, I'm curious now mm-hmm. like since you because we, we've kind of talked about this a little bit like over over the time that we gotten to know each other mm-hmm. when you went to that con and you you stepped in what did you feel like what, what was the thing that said you felt like you were home so it was a lot so the first year I went I was just a I just watched. I was a voyeur. Yeah. You know, and I had on, you know, I have a whole closet full of cool, geeky shirts, but that's not the same as wearing the costume. Right, right. So, you know, you go and you're like, I have on a Sailor Moon t-shirt. Some girls dress as Sailor Moon. Let's take a picture. Mm. But then when all of us are dressed as Sailor Moon and we're all taking pictures and there are kids that are happy to see black Sailor Moons because they've never seen that before like I had lock I had locked um, braid lock things going on and you know the little she's like it's a it's, you know Sailor Moon with braids yeah. it is nothing like seeing representation without the silky wigs I could dig it and so um, to see us like it was so many Black Panthers last year I was so effing sick of Black it Panthers was, it was the year of, of Black Panthers so, so yeah it was, Black it was Panthers. So yeah. and then my son felt like an innovator because the youngest has been dressing like Black Panther for like three years so I have all these different size <laughs> Black Panther suits I want the one with the zipper and I want this one, the claws. Yeah. And so, you know, the kids are actually planning out their costumes. And so we have yeah. one day that we do a family day. I love so um, the oldest was Samuel Jackson. Um, I was um, Black Widow. The little one was T'Challa. Yeah. And, you know, we're posing for pictures and doing all our Wakanda stuff. And people are like, holy crap, this is kind of cool. And then the next day we were... We were otakus, so like the little one picked one, I picked one. We just did all these different characters, yeah. And it was just so much, it, you know. Hey, mom, I want to be Pikachu, and you know, most families be like what? And we like yeah. we we have our costumes picked out for this year already. So wow, I have like it. three more. We have three more cosplays to do. The little one, he wants to do a Marvel day, so I'm trying to figure out something different for Marvel, hmm. and. Um, we're probably going to do like an indie comic day. So cool. we're excited. This is good stuff. We love it. Yeah. Hopefully we can get you to costume. Okay. So <laughs> let me, let me, let me address that since you brought it up. All right. So I've been for all the years that I've done the con scene, both as a participant artist and a, on the show side, I've always gotten bugged from, by someone to say, Hey, you need to do cosplay. Costume. And so, um, I've I like I tried on my first wig at Katsu, uh, and I felt completely like out of like a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Um, but I talked to my wife afterwards, and I was like, "All right, we should think about it." 
think about cosplay. And so we're settling. We we haven't fully committed to it yet. Okay. But we're settling on gender bending. Oh. Uh, me doing Raven and her doing Beast Boy. Nice. So we're thinking about it. Look at you guys doing gender bending cosplay yeah. for your first cosplay. Yeah, so that's going to be weird. Converts, converts. I'm excited. <laughs> but you know what? The thing about gender bending cosplay is that you can do whatever you want. Yeah, it gives you a lot more freedom. There's to, no yeah. norm. Um, gender bending cosplay is when you're playing a, cos- a costume car- character that's typically male or female. Yeah. Or, you know, non-binary, because that's yes. also a thing, too. Yep. But you can play, you know, he can play Raven as a male. His wife can play Beast Boy as a female. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she can make it girly. He can make it kind of guyish. And, you know, it's just about playing around with it and having fun with it. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear that. So we'll see. You'll think about it. We'll, we'll see. see what happens. There's still many months between now and July. Yeah, the, the, the other... Okay, so... The other side of the coin on that is, uh, I, what I say is, I've already cosplayed. I've okay. cosplayed as myself. Fair enough. You are the only. <laughs> you are the original cosplay version of yourself. Yes, I like that because I've actually been in a comic book, so I can always be me. Oh, you've been in a comic book. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you got to post that on your website. You got to find it. Dig out the peach, the, the peach crate. No, is that bad? Well, we'll revisit that at a later time. Okay, on the next show. On the yeah. next show. So, one, I want you to tell people where they can find you. Absolutely. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Swift Kick Show. Uh, that goes right to uh, the radio show content, but basically you can get to me directly from that. Uh, TD Craig at T-D-C-R-A-G-G-E-T-E on IG, on Facebook. Uh, that's pretty much where I hang out. And if you want the good stuff, I love Nerd Life. Uh, I love Nerd Life on Instagram, which we're actually really, really getting good at now. Uh, and Facebook.com forward slash I Love Nerd Life fan page. But if you just search for I Love Nerd Life, uh, you'll see all the good stuff there, too. Well, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you um, if me. you guys have any questions about how to grow, monetize any of your business strategies, he's awesome. And um, he's taught me so much, and uh, hopefully we get to collaborate in some more in 2019. Yes, absolutely. All right. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please check us out on Fab Fuckery, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and something else probably I'm probably forgetting. Anywhere you hear your podcast. Everywhere you hear them. <laughs> um, fabulousfuckery.com. And please, you know, follow me on Instagram at Baroness Bree. Have a good night. <laughs>